Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Leaders in Supply Chain Talent Podcast. I'm your host, Shiv Fajdar, Head of Training and Development at Alcott Global. I'm excited to have Pauline Fay as our guest today. Pauline brings with her over 25 years of HR experience across diverse industries in industrial, consumer goods, and hospitality, and extensive regional and global experience. Pauline has lived and worked in the US and led regional teams across the Asia Pacific, Europe, and Americas with core expertise in change management and transformation, organizational design and development, strategic workforce planning, and transition and integration. Currently, she is VPHR Asia Pacific at Griffith Foods Limited, where she leads HR to serve the company's purpose of blending care and creativity to nourish the world. Pauline, thank you very much for joining us today. Delighted to have you here. Thank you, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Great. So, Pauline, let's just start with you first. Please share with us your career story and how have you navigated across different industries you've been a part of? Okay, well, actually, you know, I kind of stumbled into HR by accident, mm-hmm. you know, after leaving school, I was kind of like trying to figure out what, what I was going to do with my life, right? And it, of course, at that point in time, more than 30 years ago, it was personnel management. Mm-hmm. And I thought, hmm, okay, me being quite an outgoing person, being a people person, I was like, okay, let's try it. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I stumbled into it. And since then, I've not looked back. I think I found my calling and I'm mm-hmm. still here today. Wow. And how about moving into different industries for your HR role? Yeah. So I think for me, you know, when I look back the last 30 years, I think what has really kind of been that critical success factors, I think it's, Mm -hmm. you know, as I navigated through the different industry, it's really about having that curiosity for business. I would always spend whenever I move, you know, from one industry to a different industry, it's about spending the first hundred days just learning the business getting myself immersed in the business. I've been in the hotel operations where I first spent the first two weeks there just trying to understand how a hotel actually run. I've mm-hmm. also been out there in a crushing plant looking at how soybeans are being crushed or been out to a Dettol factory looking at how Dettol is being produced. Right? Mm-hmm. Even spending time on a on vessel, right? climbing yeah. up a vessel that's six-story high. So it's really a lot about learning the business because I think in order for you to really at value you've got to learn the business so having the curiosity is important yeah absolutely i was doing this podcast with somebody else from hr and they said the same thing that one of the things you have to be careful about is not to reach a stage where you feel you know everything so you're always mixing things up whether it's industry or the kind of function you're supporting to always be in the curiosity mode so Pauline, when we were discussing earlier, you mentioned you've been a big believer in HR doing value-added business partnering instead of how we traditionally view HR as a back-end function. So how have you done this in your career? If you could give us some examples, that would be fantastic. Yeah, I, I think for HR to you know to add value in the business, we got to be in the business. It means mm-hmm. us really, you know, being out there, engaging the leaders, the people, having regular conversations, asking questions. I sit in business reviews, you know, really just to understand how the business is doing, where we are heading. In my previous life, I've gone out even with the sales team to, to present to the customers because that was 
and with the nature of the business, right? So, so I had been in places where I was looking after HR, but I have also been an account director look, looking after a key account, even ran the business in the interim until we hired a new MD for it. Yeah. Um, I have also gone out, you know, with, with the sales team to go meet customers. I remember once, you know, I, I had an account director coming to my room looking a little bit depressed, saying that, hey, you know, I think we would have used this account after six, 17 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I said, why did I go see the customer? Mm-hmm. And I went. The customer was really surprised and delighted when actually said to me that, hey, look, you know, I've never really had a VPHR come and see you. And you are the first. Mm-hmm. So we had a really good conversation. We met and subsequently, you know, we, we kind of stayed connected and, and continue to keep in touch. And eventually they actually decided to renew the contract with us because they were so surprised that, you know, HR person actually went to see them. Wow, fantastic. And Pauline, you know, traditionally HR doesn't get involved with these kind of things, working with the accounts, etc. What gave you the courage, so to speak, to say, you know what, let me go and handle this or let me take care of the business as an interim MD? Well, I, I, I think also, first of all, I was in the business for some time. And because of the time that I've invested into learning the business and being out there with the business, I, I really became um, very familiar with the business. And so, you know, when we were going through, when we were seeing growth and we were also sort of restructuring, you know, actually at a time I worked for a boss who was really mm-hmm. nice and said to me, hey, you know, why don't you even consider moving into sales. But I was like, mm, I love HR too much, you know, but <laughs> I, I would actually, you know, really love to go out to see customers as well. So I think I was lucky in the sense that I had worked for a really good boss who gave me that opportunity. Plus couple that with my curiosity and just loving being, you know, out in the front line as well. I think that, yeah, that was. Fantastic. And now uh, changing the gears to, you know, about the role as an HR and, you know, getting the right talent. Right now, we are facing a time where there's a big talent war and, you know, people are struggling, companies are struggling to retain and hire talent. What are your biggest challenges in attracting and retailing talent and how are you combating those challenges? Yeah, absolutely. I think especially now post-COVID, we're seeing this great vaccination also because of the war for talent, you know, you know, we, we are also not, I mean, any exception as well. So we are losing people too. We get competitors coming in, you know, trying to hire people. So the, the difficulty with that was it's always whenever somebody comes, it's all because there's, you know, a higher salary and things like that. Of course, we would do what we can sometimes to counter offer the salary. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more than that. I think to retain yeah. the talent, it's also about the employee value proposition. And how are we as a company adjusting, right, to the needs of a different, a very different workforce? You know, mm-hmm. the the complexion of the workforce have changed. And, you know, the millennials and all of that, they are motivated by different things. So in the workforce, you've got more of the traditionalists who are more motivated by a more steady career and adequate pay and a meaningful work. But with the millennials, they really want flexibility. They are more, you know, they care more about mental well-being and things like yeah. that. Yeah, so as so as we, you know, retain and even acquire new talent, you know, we are constantly looking now at how we we can sort of redesign our EVP, right? To, mm-hmm. to make it more, you know, we have to be more creative. We have to, you know, really consider the different 
I guess, expectations that are coming from mm -hmm. different parts of the workforce out there. So it's not only just a dollar and cents, but yeah. are you offering meaningful, meaningful work? You yes. know, is this a place where they have psychological safety? Is this a place where they feel that, hey, the purpose of the company aligns with mine? So I think it's it's all about that, right? It's the whole food package. Yeah. yeah. And and what have you discovered? You know, how how are you meeting these kind of things uh, in Griffith Foods for your uh, talent? And it's so interesting because it's not like it's only millennials. You still have people who are Gen X, baby boomers. There's Gen Z coming in already. And then a big chunk is the millennial. So have you found any secret sauce which you can share with people who are listening to this? <laughs> I, I think one of the things also for us being such a purpose-driven company is also the fact that even within the comp company today, we, we have what we call a purpose journey. So mm -hmm. we actually put our people through a purpose journey program where it is a seven-week online program. And it, you know, it comes also with a peer-to-peer -peer sort of mm -hmm. mentoring platform. And, and in each of the, the cohorts that we run, actually they are facilitated even by our own people managers who have volunteered to be facilitators, you know, for facilitating the purpose journey program. So this is this is really something, you know, that we, we offer to employees, right? So that mm -hmm. as you go through this journey, it's about you discovering your journey versus looking at the your own purpose journey, looking at what's the purpose of the company, do they align? And hey, at the end of the day, if you felt that there is a great alignment there and you know, you're so happy that you're going to stay, good. But at the end of this, if you feel that hmm, maybe my purpose doesn't quite align with the company's purpose and you feel that you want to perform, and that's okay as well. Right? I think yeah. for us, it's really about we, you know, like offering that, that sort of opportunity out there for people mm -hmm. to feel that connection back to what the company is doing. Yeah. yeah. Well, this sounds fantastic. It's really, I think, the sweet spot, especially for millennials and Gen Z to have that alignment of purpose. And and in, in similar way, you know, the business and the world have changed significantly in the last two, three years. Yes. So this is what you talked about, attracting, retaining talent. How about developing your talent to meet the new challenges within the industry, but overall in the workplace? Yeah, so even as a company, you know, we, we are also on this journey where we're looking towards our new, you know, aspirations as well. And so we continue to invest in the development of our people. So mm -hmm. we have recently um, sort of reviewed even our own online um, learning website to mm -hmm. refresh it with new content, with more new learning tools for people to access. We are also introducing a new learning platform with refreshed content for employees to access. But at the same time, we have also launch what we call a, a, a personal growth plan refresh mm -hmm. recently, where this is a personal growth plan that employee owns. It is mm -hmm. a, a individually tailored development plan, but we, we've decided to call it a growth plan so that we want them to own it. We want them to see that as something that they have put together with the support of the company to continue to grow and learn with the company. Mm -hmm. So, and also we are looking at launching a new leadership academy in one of our region. And so, yes, we continue to develop in, you know, to, to invest into the development. Yeah. Sounds fantastic. And you talked about leadership here. So, Pauline, what are the most important skills that you as a HR business partner look for when making senior level hiring decisions or promotion mm -hmm. decisions? 
Yeah, I think you know not not only just the technical competence and all of that. I think one in fact, I would say one of the other elements that I would always look look, look out for, or rather two, would be mm-hmm. empathy. I think mm-hmm. you know, having empathetic, having you know a leader who's empathetic, I think that's a great quality to have, and I think humility as well. Mm-hmm. It's also because that's also about the willingness to listen, you know, the willingness to really value diverse views that might come in. So I yeah. think humility and empathy are the two things that I would be looking out for. And I'm just curious here on how do you assess these things when you're going through the interview or assessment process at senior level hiring? Yeah, I think a lot of times, you know, it's it's really just having that conversations with them and, you know, just sharing you know, our own personal experience or asking them to show, Mm -hmm. you know, to share about their own personal experience, right? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of, I think, where we get a sense of whether this is really someone that has got empathy, especially for us as a company, because one of our value is act like family. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we find ourselves in a situation, we would always sit there and ask ourselves, like, hmm, okay, so what do we do? This is a family member, right? Mm -hmm. Having that empathy there, it's, it's, it's so important. Yeah. And you've embodied that throughout your career, right? When I'm listening that when the account director was upset, you decided like a family member that, okay, it's time for me to see if I can help in any way. So you already embody that. Fantastic. Now, you also mentioned that we need to take HR to the next level. What does the next level look like to you, Pauline, as the VP HR with 25 years of experience? Well, I, I, for me, I think, you know, that means that HR needs to continue to be in the business, right? Mm-hmm. And the way that we can only free ourselves up to be in the business, because today there's so many competing priorities. Mm-hmm. So I think one thing, obviously, is leveraging on technology, because everyone is talking about AI and technology and things like that. So I think that's one thing we need to embrace so that mm-hmm. we can automate as much of the processes as possible. Allowing online managers then, you know, more empowerment, right, to also Mm -hmm. sort of manage their people. And then at the same time, that frees us to really be in the business, be out Mm -hmm. there engaging, providing the guidance and the coaching. And I think this is, to me, I think that's really the next level, right? Which are just being out there, really working closely with the business and not getting bogged down by all the other things. Of course, there will always be the operational side of HR that we cannot run away from. But I think there are some things that we can really slowly start to automate and, and, you know, have AI take over and so that we can really get value by just being out there, spending yeah. time with the business. Yeah. Absolutely. Putting the human and human resources, so exactly. to speak. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good. So, look, we are almost at the end of the podcast, but I would love to get your biggest advice to people who are entering the workforce or who have less than five years of experience what would you tell them so that they can make the most of their careers? Well, I would say, you know, two things as well. I think one is having that willingness to work hard and two, having the humility to learn, right? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, when, when we're willing to work hard, when, you know, just because the only way to learn is by being in action, right? Mm-hmm. You've got to be in action. And, and the other way to learn is and to to go far, it's ready to have the humility to learn. So, so I would say that would be the advice that I would, I would give. Yeah. 
Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time, Pauline. This has been so fruitful. And thank you so much for sharing your examples as well. Your story of as an HR person going to the account is something which I think I'm going to tell in a lot of my posts and podcasts. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Shu. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to go to www.alcottglobal.com and click the podcast button for all the show notes of the interview. Also subscribe to our mailing list to get our latest update first. If you are listening to a streaming platform like iTunes, Spotify or Stitcher, we would appreciate a kind review. Five stars work best to keep us going and our production team happy. And of course, share it with your friends. I'm most active on LinkedIn, so do feel free to follow me. And if you have any suggestions on what to do or who to invite next, don't hesitate to drop me a note. And if you're looking to hire top executives in supply chain or transform your business, of course, contact us as well to find out how we can help.